My friend, I'm a believer that our inner beliefs around and our relationship with money dictates the abundance that we get to experience. It determines whether we see possibility or limitation. And it also determines whether we experience true freedom and fulfillment or if we experience hopelessness and exhaustion. The thing is, we often don't have the clarity around what it actually is that's holding us back or the shifts that need to happen to bring forth our financial freedom. Self-identification in the path to freedom is hard to discover. And if you don't feel certain of how to expand your wealth right now, and you know that there's so much more for you, listen up. There is a solution, and you don't have to go it alone. There's a path for you, and I'm here to lead you to your freedom through my brand new masterclass, Become a Money Magnet Through the Science of Energetics. I'm so excited for my previous students that have gone through this journey of healing and awakening and have already begun to manifest their wildest dreams. If you haven't worked with me before, know that you'll learn the potent tools to identify and remove your blocks. You'll be gently guided to discover the energetics behind money so that you know exactly how to interact with it. And you'll reclaim your power to be, do, and have anything you want. This is exactly what I wish I had when I first began my business back in 2009 as a single mom broken in college, navigating through major life's transitions, traumas, setbacks, and letdowns. And I'm honored to offer a helping hand to you so that you can experience all that life has for you. Go to marissamorrison.net forward slash become a money magnet and become the money magnet that you were born to be. I'll see you there. Welcome to the Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. What a joy it is to have you here today on this very, very special episode. This episode has been a long time coming. Let me just tell you, it has been on my calendar for months, (laughs) like literally months. And I am so excited to share this major life announcement with you. It definitely is something that I have been excited to share. It's something that I have been praying for, that I have had faith in, and that I have been waiting and trusting, and I have surrendered. And let me tell you, it has been a journey. I am so excited that you're here, and I'm just tickled pink to share. So without further ado, I'm just going to come out with it right here at the beginning of the episode. I'm going to tell you 
what the deal is, what the big announcement is. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I am almost blushing. I am so excited. I'm so excited to tell you. All right, you guys, are you ready? Here it is. We're pregnant. I am pregnant. And if you've been on the podcast for a while, you know that I've already kind of spilled the beans here and there. (laughs) But this is the official big announcement that I am, in fact, with child and I am pregnant. I'm pregnant. And it's so surreal to say out loud with you now. And that's the announcement. So I want to share more about this journey with you. I think a lot of people are going through this journey of trying to conceive or thinking about having kids in the future. And I feel like because of the journey that I've been on, I just have such a heart for women going through this journey now after doing it myself and kind of traversing this landscape. Before, whenever I had my other three kids, it was never a thought. It was never this prayer or this weight. It was just receiving the child. And this has been an extremely different experience. And it makes this announcement so much more special for me personally. Not to say that the child is more special than my other children or that just because someone struggles and someone doesn't to have a child that one is more special than the other. It just feels like there was a lot more anticipation, let's say, a lot more vision and inner work that was done for me in this process. And to be here at this place now, to be able to tell you that I'm pregnant is something that I envisioned, not just telling you, but the the actual being pregnant and you know, also having the child is something that I've envisioned and have meditated on and really have done a lot of inner work on healing my past wounds and really connecting with the feminine essence of who I am and my womb and really coming into alignment with this experience. And so to be here feels surreal. It feels as though I already knew that it was going to come. I just didn't know the timing. There had been such a long surrender (laughs) in saying, okay, I trust the divine timing of this child. And so I'm going to share a little bit of my fertility journey. I figured that this would be the perfect episode to really get personal with you and to share my experience with this journey. As I shared, you know, I have three kids right now. They are 10, 14, and 15, which is insane to say. I was 17 when I got pregnant with my first, had him at 18, 19 with my second, and 23 with my third. And so I was pretty young, you know, and it was something that just happened. And so I'm sitting at this place right now of knowing both experiences, the one that's just the innocent, unaware of what a struggle could be like to get pregnant or what loss looks like. And now I am here knowing what loss and fertility and infertility looks like and feels like. And so 
I want to pause really quick and just acknowledge you if you or if you know someone is walking through infertility, if you were hoping for a child yourself and you know that second line hasn't appeared, I just want to wrap you up in my arms and tell you I love you. I want you to know that I see you. And I hope that my story can be one of inspiration, of hope. One thing that I find is, you know, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos over the years of other women's stories, other procedures that they've done, and just their experiences. And one thing that I know time and time again that shows up for me is it seems to be that they always have the child, whether it's through fertility treatment whether it's through trust and patience and it naturally happens, whether it's surrogacy, whether it's adoption, that path is revealed and it's unique for each and every single one of us. And I just want to honor you where you are in your journey. And so I feel as though it's so important for me to do so because our emotions are powerful. And if you're in this journey and you're listening right now, I just want to acknowledge you and let you know that my heart is with you and that I am holding space for this vision that you have for your future and I'm believing it for you. So as I shared, my kids, you know, they're kind of, they're getting older. You know, my son is 15 in January, he'll be 16 and he's knocking on that door of an adult pretty soon. I was sitting down with Devin and I was just like doing the math and I realized that when this sweet angel of a child is 10. This little human being is 10 years old. My youngest will be 21. Michaela will be 24 and Micah will be 26. So that was like a huge wake up call. You know, I I don't think I had actually quite done the math. I knew that they would have a very large age gap, but I am so excited. I think that it's beautiful that my life is evolving in this way, and I am so here for the journey. Right now, I am 12 weeks and three days. When you listen to this, I will be 13 weeks and two days. And so I'm in it. I am past the first trimester, and Devin wanted us to wait to announce it after we got out of the first trimester. And so here we are. And to be honest, it's been so hard not to share. It's hard to be feeling nauseous and fatigued and to still show up and be authentic and be the energy that you are, that you want to embody, but yet physically feel, you know, (laughs) not the best. So I am excited to finally be able to be raw and real with you guys and to connect more and to be more myself and to share more of what I'm going through. But let me, as I said, let me share a little bit of my journey. I'll keep it short and sweet. But for those of you that are interested and perhaps are going through this yourself, this is going to be a story of hope. So when I was 23, I had just had Noah and he was my last in my head. I was like, I'm 23. I just had my third kid. I am so done. Like, I don't want to have any more kids. And all three of these kids just came without any effort and you know, who knows how many more I'll have. In my mind, as a mother, as a business owner, it really felt aligned to say this was it. And so I chose to have a device called Esher put into my fallopian tubes. It's kind of like these metal coils that essentially the fallopian tubes scar around. And so it prevents pregnancy. However, 
as time went on, you know, Devin and I met, we were together 2015, got married 2017, around 2018, 2019, we started to talk about, you know, hey, are we going to have kids? One of my things was like, I would like them to be close in age. Of course, you know, we try to plan these things out, but you know, it's, it's also in many ways outside of our control. It's a surrendered process for sure. But that was a topic that came up. And so I started doing research on pregnancy with Esher or after Esher. And what I found was that there were 17,000 lawsuits and that these metal coils have a tendency to escape and to end up in the body. And it was just a wake-up call for me. And what I found was some doctors would remove the Esher but would not preserve the tubes. And then I found this one doctor that did preserve the tubes and he specialized in it. It was literally his whole career. I believe if I'm saying his name correct, is Dr. Monteith and he is North Carolina, I believe. But if you search a personal choice on Google, you will find him. He is an angel. He did a phenomenal job. The surgery was more than I thought it was going to be. It's essentially like having a C-section minus cutting the uterus. Actually, they do cut the uterus because they have to cut out the part that the tube where essentially the Esher was and reattach it to your uterus. So it is kind of like a C-section. I mean, it really, the scar is the same. I had that procedure in 2019. And not only that, but before that, we met with a fertility specialist and the doctor was like, even if we did IVF or, you know, any fertility treatment, the growing uterus, you wouldn't want to have pressed up against the metal coils because it could puncture the amniotic sac. So it was very clear that these tubes had to come out either way. And I'm so thankful that I listened to that still small voice pushing me in that direction because just so you know, TMI, but I'm keeping it real here. When they went in to remove the coils, the Esher, the metal coil had punctured through my fallopian tube and had attached to my colon and was pulling it. And so the doctor had to sew that up, my colon up, and, you know, fix that whole situation. And so who knows what might have happened if I didn't have this removed just for my own health and safety. And so I had it removed and we waited and we tried for six months and nothing happened. And, you know, the doctor said usually it would happen within the first six months. And so at that point, we kind of had a conversation about, are we okay with not having any more kids? you know, are we at peace with where we are? And we said, yes, we're at peace. If it happens, it happens. If not, that's okay too. So just normal, loving and living life. We did not get pregnant and had surrendered that dream, really cast it even out of my thought. It just was not in my mind. I was focused on other things and my kids and just living, living my life. And in 2022, it was end of August, I had sore breast and um, my daughter, because she's older, <laughs> she's like, you need to get a pregnancy test, mom. <laughs> and so I got a pregnancy test and it was positive. And long story short, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail there, but we lost that pregnancy. The baby stopped growing around six weeks. Um, and it wasn't really meant to be, and that's okay. But what I do believe about that experience is that it was a sign from the universe. 
It was God reminding me that this promise was still there and that it was still happening. It was still coming forth and for me to continue to trust. And so that's when I, you know, I spent a lot of time in meditation and prayer and I just sat in stillness for a while, really allowed myself to grieve and to mourn and to move through this process. And gratitude was one of the biggest ways that I overcame that experience or perhaps not overcame, I'll say healed from that experience. There were so many things I could be grateful for because of that experience. And I was able to make peace with it and to accept it and to move forward. And so when I was ready, we met with a fertility doctor. They did all the tests and everything looked great. Aside from the fact that my left tube was closed, the right one appeared to be open, but they said, you know, we can't tell the function of the tube because the tube is what actually moves the embryo along and down into the uterus. And so if the tube is not functioning correctly, well, then it's never going to make it down into, or, you know, the sperm making it to the egg, you know, vice versa, making it to the egg and then the embryo making it down to the uterus for implantation. And so when they did the test, they also found that I had a polyp. And so I had to have a polypectomy, which requires anesthesia. And they go in, it's like a growth in the uterus and they remove it. From there, I had three IUIs and all of them, I did not get pregnant. At that point, we sat down with the doctor and he said, you know, at this point, you are likely to ovulate on your next round on the left side. And when I ovulate on the left side, they cannot do IUIs. They won't do that because it's unlikely to become pregnant, although it does happen sometimes. Um, if you have one open, believe it or not, if you can ovulate on the left and have that tube closed, but the right is open and still get pregnant. It's the craziest thing. And so we talked, we just had a really open conversation about what was the next best step, what was his recommendation. Um, it was Dr. Chapel is his name at Fertility Answers. And he recommended IVF. He said, IVF is like two years of IUIs. And we went home, we prayed, we sat still with that idea and that question of, is this the next step? Is this the process? And we felt that it was. You know, I haven't always had the financial freedom that I have today. And the only reason that I'm able to enjoy my success without the constant overwhelm and worry that comes with money stress is because of my subconscious healing of the money blocks that once held me back, along with my awakening to the true abundance and power within to manifest my financial freedom. It's been a long road. Countless books have been read, years of daily meditation, and endless searching, discovering, and reprogramming. Becoming awake to the greatness within gave me the power to manifest the wealth, health, and loving relationships I desired most. But most importantly, it gave me the power to be unstoppable. It gave me my peace and a connection to a love I didn't know existed. Whatever you're facing today, know that you have more magic inside of you than there is in the entire galaxy. And if you're ready to discover this magic for yourself, it's time for us to get to know each other. Wealth is your birthright. And I believe this so deeply that I felt a call to create a masterclass that unveils the language of money energetics. 
This is exactly what has allowed me to experience prosperity in my own life, as well as countless others. And they don't teach this in school. And sadly, most caregivers aren't aware of it either. It's the language of the rich, and I'm offering it to you. You see, when you're financially free, you worry less, and you show up with raw authenticity. You can be more present and loving with the people in your life. You create a bigger impact in the world, and you experience all that life has to offer you. Believe me when I say that there's more than enough to go around. And when you align with abundance, it helps others find their way too. Now, the good news is, is that where you are today is not the end of the story. It's only a point on the map. It's time that you discover the truth for yourself. Become the money magnet that you're born to be. So I have one question. Are you ready to attract money with ease as you watch your bank account grow? If so, go to marissamorrison.net forward slash become a money magnet and I'll guide you through your limitations and into the unlimited possibilities that come with financial freedom and peace. Become a money magnet and finally experience the freedom and joy of life. And so we began that journey of IVF. We did all the shots, you know, we did the egg retrieval. And what I found was everyone has different numbers. And it's so important not to get caught up in the numbers. What happens for your egg retrieval, if you are looking at that as an option, is so unique to you. Do your best not to compare your numbers. I mean, this is true for everyone in everything, whether it's your profits your weight, you know, like how many kids you have, whether it's your husband comparing husbands to another husband, you know, it's just comparison judgment is never a healthy habit or serves us in any way. We're all on our unique journey. And so when they called with the genetic testing to let us know which embryos made it and their grades and all of that, I already knew which embryo would be our child. I just knew. I knew it and I knew it and I knew it. And, you know, in fact, they gave us the grade before they gave us the genetic testing. And even when they gave us the grade, I said, that's the one. And then when they called with the genetic testing, they like to do day six embryos versus day seven. And I had one day six and two day sevens. And I said, is the day six this grade? And I said the grade and I asked and the doctor said, yeah, that's that's the one. And I just knew. I knew that I knew that that was our child. And so we move forward with the transfer and, you know, nervous. It was our first time, unsure of what to expect, hopeful. But, you know, I think in this process, after, you know, four years, you're kind of afraid to be hopeful Yet also knowing everything that I know in terms of manifestation and bringing your desires into life, I knew that it was important for many different things leading up to this transfer. And throughout this journey, it was a very different vibration that I carried throughout. You know, in the beginning, it was a lot of desperation. It was wanting it to happen, trying to make it happen, being upset that it didn't happen, Then there came the surrender and the acceptance. And then, of course, the loss. And I think with that loss, of course, that was traumatic, you know, for me and for Devin as well. And it still is a challenge. It's interesting in the healing process of trauma where 
We can heal from our trauma, but healing comes in layers. Healing also can be a lifelong experience because what I have found in this journey is although I had healed and I felt happy to talk about it and I felt at peace with what happened and I could find gratitude for it, when I faced that reality again in this pregnancy, that is a trigger for all of us. Anytime you have a trauma and then you are separated from a similar circumstance and then you return to that trauma, that situation will test you. It will bring up all of those old feelings and those fears and that experience. And this is all within your subconscious mind. So many times you're not even aware of it. And so what I did is I did a lot of inner work. I did a lot of meditation. I really came to the understanding that this was about my manifestation, yes, but there's another soul involved in this manifestation. And so therefore, it's not just about me. It's kind of like when you're thinking about dating someone, you know, finding the love of your life, you're wanting to be the version of yourself that mirrors the person and the characteristics and the qualities of the person that you want to attract. And so it really becomes about you aligning yourself, being that version first and being whole in who you are so that you're not desperate for another partner or a person to be in your life. You just are at peace with who you are. And when you are truly at peace, you are the most magnetic version of yourself and people are drawn to you. And in this, being in alignment with being a mother again, with being pregnant again, there was inner work that had to be done. There was, there were so many things that came to the surface that I didn't even know that I had to process and heal and face again. I had thought that it was, you know, that that time had passed. And so there was a lot of meditation. There was a lot of journaling. There was a lot of affirmations and really working through my subconscious mind. I went to a retreat with CEO Mama, so thankful for them. And we did breath work and I also had a sound bath. And in both of those experiences, I was able to see way back even before I had children where my womb and my connection to my womb still needed to be loved. And I had seen how I had used my body in the past. And it was just an explosion of awareness for myself and the ways that I had limited my body. And I could see that I had to reconcile this part of myself. I think sometimes in the healing process is denial where we push it away. And so because we aren't thinking about it and because it's not present with us in our conscious mind, we say that we're healed. And so that was something that I had experienced for myself in this where I was like, okay, all right, I am not healed there. <laughs> and so I really did a lot of inner work to make my body a safe place for this child. I spoke to the soul. I spoke to the soul as if it was already coming. I offered it love and I welcomed it on its own time. You know, I was saying things like, when you're ready, I'm ready. And I was releasing this desperation that I had 
for this pregnancy. And I realized that when I would take the pregnancy test, you know, and they would be negative, I realized that when the test was negative, it was as if I was saying that I'm not enough without being pregnant. I was getting upset and sad and heartbroken about something that was in many ways out of my hands and up to divine timing. And so I find that this journey is so, for us women, us mamas to be mamas, is very much can pull and nag at our self-worth and what we believe about ourselves. And so I really just had to start working on being whole on my own. You know, I came to a point of saying, you know what? If this never happens, I will be at peace and I will be okay. And I will still be good enough because I love all that I am. And it's this energy of like, I want you, but I don't need you. I'm okay without. And this creates a energy of security and safety and wholeness. And I started to feel an alignment through my meditations. I had a lot of spiritual experiences where I had visions and not everyone will, but this is, you know, my story. And I did, I had visions of many things. You know, I saw myself writing my book and Devin would come in and he was outside working on the ranch and the baby was strapped to him in the carrier. You know, I saw us in the hospital with them bringing the baby to us for the first time. I would even, you know, I I got a little delusional here and there. Sometimes I was in the kitchen and I would pretend like my baby, this child, this human is sitting across from me and I would talk to that child. (laughs) You know, I just started to create this reality where this child already existed and there wasn't this unbearable eagerness to have to have to be pregnant. I did take inspired action. I followed my intuition. And actually, you know, it's so interesting. I made a post a while back sharing a little bit on the IVF journey. And now that I've made the announcement, I'll share much more. But one person was like, you know, I, of course, I talk about divine timing. And one person was like, IVF is not divine timing. And actually, IVF is IVF. It's not going to force a soul to come into being or come into form. That is a divine thing. And no procedure can make something undivine. It's still a human being and a soul. And if it is the right timing, that's why it works. And so everyone has their own perspective. And I certainly respect everyone's own perspective. We are all unique and on our own journey. But I just wanted to share that. I also was listening a while back to Gabby Bernstein, and she was talking to... I love how she has people ask questions and then she'll answer them. We're going to be bringing that on the show a little bit. But one of the people was asking about fertility and she did not want to do IVF because she felt like she was not in inspired action. And Gabby was just like, girlfriend, no, like if you are feeling led to do that, IVF is a beautiful journey. And so I truly believe that it was divinely ordained and was also divine timing. And so two days after the transfer, because I did have a trigger shot, if you know what it is, you know, if you know, you know. <laughs> and it basically makes your pregnancy test show a positive. It's a HCG shot that causes ovulation. And so the timing of when they do the transfer is very exact to when you ovulated. 
And so in the past, for all my IUIs, I had a trigger shot. So I had tested it out and I had that whole experience. And so two days after, which was nine days past the trigger, because every time you take it, it metabolizes in your system faster and faster. And so after two days, it was negative. And I was like, okay, it's probably out of my system. Before it had taken 12 days. And so on the third day, I took a test. I'm like, well, I'm just going to make sure it's still out. And it was positive. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is really early to have like a positive test. But every day after, that line just kept getting darker. So I'm pregnant. My levels were high. We went in for betas. The first one was 651. I was 11 days past transfer. Again, do not compare your numbers to mine. Everyone's numbers are so unique. On day 13, they were 2,900. On day 18, get this, my levels were over 20,000. So that was kind of scary. I was like, okay, are we having twins? (laughs) I am not. We're only having one. But that is where I am going to leave you with this story because I have so much more to share. I have so much more coming in this area of motherhood and fertility and infertility. And one thing I will say is, Although the word infertility is so identifiable by so many people, what I found was that I made a choice for myself to not say it was my infertility journey. I made a choice to say, this is my fertility journey because it's a journey to my fertility. And I really find that what we label ourselves with is so powerful And the more that I would say my infertility is the more that I identified and believed that something was wrong with me, that I wasn't fertile or that I wasn't going to get pregnant or that I was doomed to this reality of being infertile because, you know, it's my infertility. And I just said, you know what? I am fertile and this is my fertility journey. And so I hope that inspires you wherever you are to trust the timing, you know, and I think it's also important to note here, you know, that in life, we're going to face struggles in different ways. So for me, my business, my money mindset, my relationships, they might be soaring and doing awesome. But what I've found with this pregnancy is that because this was a specific trauma that was less than a year ago, I'm facing struggles, challenges, tests, whatever you want to call it, in different ways than I have ever faced them. But the thing in life is that for us to grow, for us to expand, many times it's those same struggles, many of them which are just in our mind, in this case it's just in my mind, that show up in unique ways. And it doesn't mean anything is wrong with us. It doesn't mean that the other areas of our lives are gonna fall apart. It just means that we are expanding, that we are growing, and that we are gaining a new understanding of this emotion, of this experience, of being us, of being me. And so for me, being pregnant right now is my test. (laughs) It's my becoming, I will say. I am becoming the next version of myself through this pregnancy. I am learning to trust. I am learning to surrender when the times come up. If I see a story that I don't want to see, sometimes I see them and I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't see that. Like I'm not even trying to see it. It'll just pop up. And it's a story of loss later in pregnancy. And you know, I just, I just have to remind myself 
of the good. I have to center myself. I have to return to my wholeness and I have to return to my gratitude because no matter what comes next, I am. I am always me and that's enough. And so I hope that you've enjoyed this conversation. I am pregnant and I'm in the second trimester. And now that I have revealed the juicy details of my life here, I am going to share more with you both on Instagram and here on the podcast, because I really want to be a vessel of light for those of you that are on this journey. And if you are pregnant, just sharing it with you, it's so special. And I am just so thankful. And I'm so thankful for all of you. Many of you have reached out even back whenever we had the miscarriage that you were praying for us and sending us love. And I just thank you. Thank you for being there for us. Thank you for being present and observing and acknowledging this journey. And thank you for being here now. And I am so thrilled for everything that's to come. I love and adore you so much. And I really, truly, genuinely hope that this story inspires you, whether it's in conceiving a child or if it's in something in the future, knowing that healing and aligning your vibration with that future is so important. Knowing that surrendering and trusting the divine timing is everything. I often think about how you know, you can worry about something, but it doesn't really do anything for you. It doesn't change the outcome. It's just, it's like trying to catch water in your hands. You know, it doesn't do anything good. I hope that you're inspired to let go a little and to accept things and to know that the more that you do, the more that you're able to return home to yourself, the more that you're able to remember who you really are, because most of the things we worry about aren't actually going to affect us on a soul level. Really and truly, it's when we don't worry that our brain functions coherently, that we're able to tap into our intuition, that we're able to be guided, and that we're able to feel more joy. And so I hope that this inspires you in that way, again, in fertility or in other areas of your life. Because in every way, every day, your dreams are coming to life. Sometimes it's hard to see it, but it is. I promise you. All right, you guys. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I said it. It's real. And I love you. I will see you next time here on The Marissa Morrison Show. What I know to be true is that financial freedom is your birthright. It doesn't matter where you're from, what you've done, or how much money you have in the bank. You deserve to experience all that life has to offer, and your financial freedom makes this possible. You see, I know this to be true because I'm living this life of freedom myself, and I've supported and witnessed hundreds of women make the same transformation in their own financial picture. And I'm here to tell you that time and time again, this possibility, it proves to be available to anyone. Abundance and prosperity allows us to live freely and to fully express our purpose. That's why I decided that it's time to put together a masterclass teaching you how to become a money magnet through the science of energetics. Believe me when I say this is the answer you've been seeking. You'll finally understand what sets apart the 1% from the remainder of the world that struggles with money. And once you activate this pattern in your own life, 
You will never approach money the same again. You'll discover exactly how to show up when attracting money versus when managing money. And spoiler, the approach is very different. This is where you'll learn to have a healthy, neutral, loving relationship with money. What you'll discover in this masterclass is exactly what has allowed me to access the financial freedom I'm so blessed to experience today. And for now, it's half off. So head over right now to marissamorrison.net forward slash become a money magnet to change the course of your life forever before this training is gone. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.